Hello everyone, my name is John Locke from LockingYourSuccess.com and I'd like to welcome you to the winning trade. But first, the required disclaimer material. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We are not broker-dealers or financial advisors and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, be aware that the risk in trading options and in trading equities in the stock market is high and make sure you are aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that in this presentation, we are going to be demonstrating a hypothetical computer simulated trade and or results. It's believed to be as accurately represented as possible, but keep in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many, many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke. I'm a trading performance and financial freedom coach with Locke in Your Success LLC. And myself and my team are here to help you win in the markets and in life as well. Today, we're going to be going over the concept of high probability options trading, also known as income trading. This is where we utilize option strategies to make money from the passage of time rather than depending on or relying on price movement itself, meaning that we can often make money whether the market goes up, down, or sideways. Now, this doesn't mean we're going to win all the time, but it does mean that we have a much higher probability of winning than we would trying to trade simply directionally. Now the winning trade that we're going to be going over today is called the M3. The M3 is what we call a butterfly trading strategy that we do on the Russell 2000. This strategy has a very long history of success in live markets. It's something that I developed back in around 2006. We had an official program come out somewhere around 2010, but I've been coaching on it for, gosh, what's it, uh, almost 15 years now. And we've traded this through, you know, the 2008 market crash. We've traded it through the Corona crash and a lot of other um, very crazy market events through sideways markets and very bullish markets and bearish markets. So uh, it's a very dynamic strategy. Again, long history of success in live markets across hundreds of traders. It's really a fantastic, fantastic trading strategy on its own. But that said, it's only a stepping stone to what we call the rock strategy, which is a strategy that is even more dynamic than the M3, but it's also a little more complex. So let's take a look at the M3 and see what we can learn. So the M3, again, is a trading strategy or a complex options trading strategy that we do on the Russell 2000 index. It's going to require a minimum of $5,000, and the profit target on the strategy would be 10%, or $500 if you're dealing with 5,000 planned capital. Our exit loss trigger would also be $500, and uh, the example size we're going to be doing today is uh, going to be a larger size mainly because the strategy is much easier to demonstrate when we start dealing with larger sizes. So we're going to have an example of a $50,000 planned capital. This trade that we're going to demonstrate is going to have a profit target of $5,000, an exit loss trigger of, trigger of $5,000. So um, the strategy itself is not going to be applied via technical analysis like most strategies, but since this is an income strategy, it tends to be more non-subjective. We don't really care so much about price movement. So um, we're just going to enter it by date. And this strategy, we enter 56 days to expiration, assuming it's not a holiday. And the, that makes the trade duration up to 56 days. So let's take a look at the strategy. 
All right, so here we are. The options or the software that you see on the screen right now is a software called OptionNet Explorer. It's a analytical software that helps you analyze complex option spreads as far as what their risk and reward uh, is and what you can expect through price movement and over the passage of time. So in this strategy, we or in this software, we have our options strike cycles here across the top. So in other words, this is February 19th, 2021 expiration. Uh, options, this is our March 19th, 2021 expiration options and our April 16th, 2021 expiration options. Down the sides, up top we have our call options and these are the various strikes. This is the mid price of the strikes, the implied volatility and the delta of each of the strikes. Uh, and this is going to be our actual position here. And then underneath that, we have the same with the put options. What we do is we take the options we're buying, take the options we're selling, or just put our position in here. And then we can take a look at what our, our analyzed graph over here. Now, this is a little different than a price chart. We're going to have the asset price along the bottom rather than along the side. We're going to have our profit and loss numbers here up on the right. We have a dark blue line here that's kind of very sharp edged looks like a triangle this is going to be our expiration line or what the position is going to be worth at expiration at any given price point of the russell 2000 index and then we have this thinner blue line that goes from red to blue to green that's called our t plus zero line or what the position is theoretically worth as of today as time goes by this t plus zero line shifts more towards the shape of our expiration line. What this graph is telling us essentially is that with the asset price right now at $2,002 after we enter today, including our execution and so forth, this should be down about $81 on entry. And as the price moves up and down, you can kind of just track the line here. It doesn't come out exactly, but it's an approximation, it's a model. If this were to expire today at this asset price, you could look up at the dark blue line. It would be worth somewhere around $40,000. If it were to expire at $1,900, we'd actually end up taking a loss of about, uh, what, about $12,000 or whatever this uh, price is here in uh, wherever this line comes out here. Now, uh, as you know, the market's been moving around a lot. So we have this thing called adjustments. So this is our entry or our starting position. And then we're gonna add adjustments to it to deal with price movement. And again, with the idea that we're going to make money over time, if we can keep this range bound enough. Now, um, as you know, the market's been extremely bullish. The last two winning trades we did, we did, uh, I think three months of the bull strategy. We also did three months of the super bull strategy. And they all worked out very well. And there's a good reason for that, right? Uh, they're bullish bias strategies and the market's been going up. But the question becomes, can we make money in a neutral strategy? In other words, something that brings us near zero delta that doesn't have very much price movement risk at all um, on our T plus zero line. Can we make money with something like that when the market's moving around at the speed it's moving? And as you'll see, the answer is yes. So um, just a little bit about the M3. It's what we call a stage four strategy in our trader success blueprint, meaning there is a little bit of subjectivity in the rule set as, or flexibility in the rule set as to you know, certain adjustments you can make and exactly when you make them. But by and large, it's still very rule-based and 
we're not using any sort of uh, deep technical analysis or anything like that to figure out what's going on. So we're going to generally enter this 56 days to expiration. You'll notice here, this is the days to expiration, the parentheses. We're dealing with 53 day to expiration options for our February 2021. The reason we are 53 days instead of 56 days is because the Friday previous to this was a holiday, meaning that we can't trade on that day. So we'll just wait to the following day to put the trade on. So this is the current date. Uh, it's December 28th, 2020. We're dealing with the Russell 2000 index. Its asset price is at 2002.24. Uh, it's time to enter because we're in this case, we're 53 days to expiration um, and we're after the holiday. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna take the asset price. We're gonna say, and go say about 20 points under the money here. And that's gonna bring us to uh, 1980 for what we call our short strikes. Then we're gonna uh, use 50 point wings, meaning uh, if we sell the 1980s, we're going to buy the 2030s. And then for the put side, we're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna have the same short strike, 1980. We're gonna go down 50 points, buy the long strikes at 1930. And that's gonna create a structure called a butterfly. Looks like this triangle here. And then we wanna make a delta correction to make this uh, around zero delta. In this case, when I'm out of the money with my options, in other words, I have options that are way above the current asset price. Generally, I like to be a little bit positive delta. So we're going to buy a 30 delta call and that's gonna give us a graph that looks like this. Now, typically when we do a $50,000 planned capital position, we're going to be dealing with 10 butterflies, but when butterflies are extremely inexpensive, as they are in the current implied volatility environment, then we're allowed to go up to 20 butterflies and still keep our $50,000 planned capital limit. Now, I'd also like to point out that if you look at the actual risk in the trade right now, which is going to be the maximum amount you could lose, at least as it's structured on entry, it's going to be around $12,000, or actually it's 13056 if you want an exact number. Uh, that's much less than $50,000, but we do have $50,000 as a limit to the amount of capital we can get in it with adjustments. So as we move this around, a lot of times we're going to end up putting more money in the position and we can put up to $50,000 in. The chances of us actually getting to $50,000 in this particular environment are almost zero. So our effective yields actually much higher than what we're gonna show you here but we use that to keep consistent numbers and to deal with our sizes. So this strategy, essentially we're going to adjust to the downside or roll this back when we have what we call a downside risk problem. And again, that is defined by a certain Delta number and how much drawdown we have with an 8% move. If we have too much risk, we will roll this back. To the upside, we're using minus 15 um, delta. Uh, first, we're gonna drop position size if we hit those numbers. And then from there, we'll add verticals in if we hit those numbers. If we go too far up or 10 points over the long strike, we're gonna make a roll, right? So we have uh, multiple complex rules that we can't explain all of them in detail here. Uh, on the meeting, but that's just a general idea what's gonna happen. Uh, but anyway, if we go more than 10 points over our long strike, we're gonna roll and reset the position to the beginning again. So let's see how this goes. I'm just gonna go to first adjustment. So it's December 28th, 2020, asset price is just over 2000. If we go to January 6th, 
this is what happened to the position. Let's just look at the price chart. So we entered down here, actually, what was the entry date again? On the 28th of December. So we entered um, right here on the 20th of December. We sustained a down move in the index down to 1950. And this is January 4th. Let's take a look at January 4th. So we got a bit of a down move. You can see during this down move, we ended up gaining $234, which is negligible either way. Um, but we don't have any risk here. We have a little bit of positive delta. You can see there's not a whole lot of risk to the downside. We have a $5,000 maximum loss. That doesn't happen until all the way down at, uh, what, $1,750. So really no reason to do anything with this down move. Tuesday, we pop up a little bit here and then Wednesday uh, we have this big move as of that we're up 269 everything's going fine the challenge being though that we are way outside the tent to the upside uh, we allow this to go 10 points over the long strike so our long strikes at 2030 we allow it to go to 2040 without having to roll anything we start getting over that we're going to want to what we call roll the position or reposition it so we're going to exit here and we're going to move the butterfly where are we going to move it to well 2050 is the asset price we're going to move it up to say 2030 okay and this is our new position here after execution we're now only up what 107. Ideally now, the price is going to stall a little bit. We're going to make some money. But let's see what happens. We only go one day. And we get another 34-point move in the asset. And we end up being at 2,092 with our long strike only at 2,080. Again, we're more than 10 points over. We're going to make a roll. Where are we going to roll to? We're going to roll to... 2070 so again that involves closing this position and moving the position to uh, 2070 is where we should be at this was actually rolled to 2060 now that is an error that i made i now that i'm reviewing the trade i can see that this is one of the reasons to review your trades by the way even your winning trades to see if you're following your rules and your guidelines if you did this intentionally if you made a mistake this was actually unintentional so i made this roll it only went to 2060 it should have been up at 2070. regardless this is where it is when this happens in live trading you can't take it back i mean i could sell out the position and try and buy a 2070 but it's really not the type of mistake that you would do that. In other words, if I had sold butterflies instead of bought butterflies or made some sort of a major, major error, then I would be backing out of that and correcting it right away. This here is what we would call a minor error. I sold 2060s instead of 2070s. Other than that, it's identical. It wouldn't be an issue. So it's fine. So we're just going to move on. So this is the seventh. If we go to the following day, Let's see, we back down a little bit. It's like we're consolidating. And then the asset takes off again. Long strikes at 221.10. We're at 21.20. It's time to reposition. I should reposition to, let's see, 
2100. So let's see if I actually reposition to 2100. I did. So we sell, we roll up at 2100, do our delta check. Sometimes I'll move the call too. In this case, you'll notice I did not move the call. Uh, without moving the call, when I make the roll, I want to see what my delta is. It's plus four. That's perfectly fine. Um, our positive delta limit on, the way, on this, by the way, is going to be plus 50, and I'm only at plus four, so no issue there. Our negative delta limit is going to be minus 15. So here we are. We're down 388. Part of the reason is we're getting a lot of price movement, right? We had a, a pretty big down move, and then this we're having this very, very aggressive move up in price. Again, if I'm positive delta position, not an issue. I'm making money. It's a little harder when you get to neutral delta. You kind of need the market to accommodate you a little bit here uh, if it's moving around a lot. So anyway, this is good. Let's go to the 13th. We settle back a bit. 14th, we get a, another really big up move here. Again, 10 points past more than we're exactly 10 points past the long strike, which is going to call for a roll. We're going to roll a 2140. And you see, we move the position up to 2140. And once again, we're back to starting position. Now, the size of the move here is starting to, uh, and the speed of the move is wearing down on us a little bit. Like I said, if I'm positive delta, it doesn't matter how fast the up move is, or if I don't have any risk to the upside, I should say. Uh, it doesn't really matter so much how fast the up move is, but if I'm neutral, it can make a difference. So we're seeing this crush down a little bit. We pull back here a bit on Friday, but everything still looks good. Our downside risk is in check. Okay, we're starting maybe to consolidate a little bit. We'll see if we can make this, some of this money back. We're down 280 at this point. 230. Now we're positive 135. We get an implied volatility shift that's unfavorable. So an interesting thing about this is, and you know, I like to point this out to our students, is this T plus zero line is only a projection of what your profit and loss is going to be in the future based on what the, or pre-programmed parameters in the model. If those parameters that are programmed in the model for projecting this price are not met, or they're exceeded or not met at, at, at any level, you're gonna get a change in the T plus zero line you may not be expecting, right? So even though we are positive 79 theta at this point, or if you go from the date to the day before here, you can see the shape of the T plus zero line here. If I lose 11 points, realistically, I really shouldn't get much change in my profit and loss. I should actually gain a little bit because I'm negative delta. Uh, I should also gain because I'm positive theta, but, Implied volatility is also part of what's going to happen. And when implied volatility shifts across the options chain, if it shifts, shifts in a way that's not expected by the software, we will get a, um, a difference in the T plus zero line. And you can see that right here. And the more complex and flat delta your strategy is, a lot of times the more drastic this is. So in other words, if I'm in verticals, I usually don't get a whole lot of shift in that manner, like if we're in a bull or a Super Bowl. But if we get into an M3, X4 version 22, um, and some of the other broken wing butterfly strategies or condor strategy, and particular calendar strategies are notorious for this, 
which we're going to talk about in the next winning trade, by the way. Calendars, you'll get crazy T plus zero line shifts that are not expected. So you want to just be aware of that. Moving forward. Okay, we got a 46 point down move. Again, this line should be rising theoretically, but the way the implied volatility is shifting, it's actually drawing us down a bit. We have a $5,000 maximum loss, so this is nothing but a midterm drawdown. It's not really a big deal. But if we're down 14.85, again, we don't have a whole lot of downside risk, so we're not overly concerned about that. So let's move on. We got a bit of a relief here. Now we're back outside the tent. Am I concerned? No, not really. Again, my delta's in check here, and my total drawdown is uh, not too bad. Let's move forward. So from here, you can see the shift in what we call implied volatility. So let me go to the day before. Take a look at this T plus zero line here in the shape of it and just notice it. And notice what our delta is up here. We had, when the market reverses, a lot of times you'll get a severe implied volatility shift. Not, and when I say implied volatility shift, I don't mean just that the implied volatility went down. I'm talking about a shift in the implied volatility skew curve. And that's what causes this. So now you can see the change in the T plus zero line. Remember, we have a maximum negative delta limit here of minus 15. We are at minus 18. That being the case, we're going to want to correct for that. In this particular positioning where I am now, the way I would correct for this is I would simply move the call to a higher delta number because I'm only at minus, uh, positive 18 with the call. So I can pick that up. So I take the call and I move it down to this 37 delta call in this case brings me slightly positive delta. Remember, I like to be slightly positive delta when I'm out of the money with my call. So that is where this is. Again, the implied volatility has been our friend here. We're up, what, 14.37. We move to the following day. Again, we're over our maximum negative delta limit. Again, the reason this is happening so quickly is because of the implied volatility shift going on in the marketplace. Uh, I'm at 46 delta call. Again, I can just bring that to a higher delta number. We bring it to a 64. Now we're re relatively flat delta. Uh, back in a position like this, we're up $1,445. We go the following day. Again, we're over our maximum negative delta. We'll just bring this a little bit more in the money. Now we're up 85 uh, to 85 delta here. We're up to 2,900. We're what? Good part of the way to our uh, profit target here. Moving forward, we get a big up move the following day, but we're within delta limits and we're not over our long. We're not more than 10 points over our long strike just yet. We're a couple dollars shy, so we do nothing here. Following day, we got a 26 point up move. Now we're way outside of our long strike. So again, we are due to move the position once again. We are going to move it to, uh, let's see, we're at 22.28. So we're gonna actually move this to 22.10. So we're gonna take the butterfly, we're gonna move it to 22.10. Now when we move this, 
notice I dropped our contract size. Generally, a $50,000 planned capital position is going to have 10 contracts. We only have 20 contracts because of an extremely unusual implied volatility situation. Now, when I roll this up, I get into a situation where my downside risk becomes too much. Because remember, one of the parameters is we only allow a certain amount of drawdown for an 8% move to the downside in the asset. And if I kept 20 contracts, this would be too much. So I dropped to 15 contracts. And this is going to be our new position here. If we go to Monday, ooh, what happened on Monday? Well, on Monday, and this gets back into the implied volatility issue, right? So this is our T plus zero line. The T plus zero line is projecting if we get a 46 point up move that we'll still be up money and everything will be uh, okay, right? Everything's gonna be honky dory. So uh, if you heard that term before. Uh, so anyway, we do get that 46 point up move, but we end up getting a, an adverse, what I call an adverse implied volatility shift that the model wasn't expecting or that didn't go according to the model. That being the case, sometimes we get a pop in our T plus zero line where we get a lot more money than normal. Sometimes we get a drawdown. This particular case, we got a drawdown. Um, regardless, it put the asset price more than 10 points over our long strike. We are due to make a roll under that situation. We're going to roll to, 2260. So let's see that. Notice when I roll to 22, actually I roll to 2270. So again, here is another minor error that um, I did in the position. Um, I should have gone to 2260. That means meaning you can make mistakes and you can still do okay. So I roll to 2270 in this case. And this is our position. I, again, I dropped contract size to deal with our downside risk. So moving forward, uh, we go one day and you see the profit and loss comes back because the market slowed down a little bit. And we're minus 11 delta. Everything is within parameters. Go to Wednesday. The market went down, but our negative delta increased. Uh, which is going to hap start happening now. We're nine days to expiration. Our negative delta increased, so we're going to make an adjustment by once again moving the call. This is going to be our new position here. We go to Thursday. We're up $1,100. Go to Friday. What happened here? So Friday, again, we're only seven days to expiration. We are two negative delta. That being the case, a lot of times I'll go deeper in the money with the call. The problem is if I go deeper in the money with the call, then what ends up happening is I start taking on too much downside risk. Remember, we have a limit to how much we could take for downside risk with an 8% move in the marketplace. And to account for that or to stop that from happening, I'm going to start doing some interesting moves with the butterfly. So right now we're in a symmetrical iron butterfly with an extra long call at 2270 at this point. I have to move this call in order to get my delta down. And I'd have to move it to say 87. If I move it to 87, you can see I have much more downside risk in this and it's a very steep drop off and we don't like that. 
So to accommodate for that or to change that up, what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll this up. Now when I roll this up, I go two negative delta again. And to accommodate for that, I'm going to have to roll some of these up. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to work with this by reducing my downside risk and widening my uh, my upper law my upper short strike my call short strike. So I'm going to try and widen this and reduce risk at the same time and flatten my delta at the same time. And I'm just essentially going to play with this. I'm going to play with moving my longs up, moving my shorts up, and moving my call around to get to an acceptable risk uh, profile on the position. So here, what I ended up doing, let me just clear this, is I ended up going to taking these 10 long strikes and rolling them up to 2240. I ended up taking these 10 short strikes. I'm going to call it 10 short strikes because that's what should be there. It's just offset by a, uh, it's got a, it's canceled out by where the long call is. But I'm going to take these 10, I'm going to put 5 at 2285 at 2290. And I'm going to take my call and I'm going to bring it further into the money down here to a 71 delta. When I do this, what I get is I get a, is I get a position with only uh, less than $10,000 total risk in it. And I'm in the center of position. I'm relatively flat delta. And I have very little risk as far as the upside goes at this point. Okay, so that's how we're going to reconfigure this. If I go to the following day, trading day, which is going to be a Tuesday in this case, you can see that we gain some value here. This is going to gain very value very quickly, three days to expiration. And then if we come into Wednesday, you'll notice we get a nice value pop to 96, uh, I'm sorry, 69.28, or well over our 5% here. Let's see, what percentage is that? That's going to be approximately 13.9 or 14% on our planned capital of $50,000. That being the case, we're going to close the position. Now, you might say, hey, look, during the day, the asset price went way down, and this is going to be a bad number, this red dot, but it went way down to only up $1,500, and then at the end of the day, it came back, and now we're positive. Wouldn't you be doing something? Wouldn't you be adjusting this during the day? And the answer is absolutely not. Uh, if you do the M3 program, if you listen to the M3 program for the years and years and years we've been teaching it, we talk about not doing anything intraday. We don't want to watch the market intraday. We don't want to monitor the market intraday. We have our checkpoint times. We deal with the market. We deal with the position at our checkpoint times only. And if we do that uh, as instructed, end of day, we're up almost $7,000. Uh, what's that? So, uh, like I said, about 14%. That being the case, especially since we're two days to expiration, we are closing the trade for a profit of approximately $6,887.95 after commissions. Now, you might say, well, you know, that was a lot of adjustments. That seems complicated. Again, this is a, first of all, remember, it's a stage four strategy. 
and it's a strategy that is non-subjective and does well across a very wide variety of market conditions. Like I said, we've been trading this since 2000 and gosh, 2006 uh, through live markets consistently, and year after year, it performs very, very well and gives us outstanding results. So um, that's one of the ways that we can overcome you know, trying to guess directions and stuff like that. So the, again, the M3, it's, it's an extremely powerful strategy and a somewhat complex strategy, but it's very, very effective. The other thing I want to point out too, is if you look at the price chart, remember this is a market neutral strategy, meaning you're going to do best when the markets uh, are dropping down. I'd also argue it's a slightly bearish strategy. It tends to do better when the markets are coming down a little bit than it does when the markets are accelerating up at lightning speed. And during this trade, we had a, a drop here, but we dropped all the way down to what, 2073, and we topped out all the way up here over 2300. So that's over a 225 point move on a market neutral position. And Despite that move, we're still not only hitting our profit target, we're exceeding our profit target. So are there some adjustments in this? Yes, there are some adjustments. But if you're trading market neutral and you get these really big moves, you have to expect that. You have to expect that. That was the M3, this episode's winning trade. If you like what you see, I invite you to join us at LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and discover how you too can follow along with this and many other great strategies as they unfold during our weekly options trading for income webinars. Also, where you can learn about upcoming winning trade presentations and explore past winning trades. You can also receive free bonus material. You'll notice that with this webinar, that if you check the email right away, there's some free bonus material you have access to for a limited time that shows you even more information on how to trade these wonderful strategies. And while you're over at LockingYourSuccess.com, make sure you check out our Trading Performance Podcast, where you can learn to skyrocket your trading results regardless of the type of trading you do. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next winning trade, please let us know and comment on the video. Other than that, thank you, and we'll see you on the next Winning Trade.